and gentlemen, welcome to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. What's happening, everybody, and welcome to this another episode of Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. I'm your host, Stephen Wilson, and tonight we will be talking about Glasgow's number one house party. It's so good, it's lasting a weekend and doesn't involve a kettle or a microwave of any sort that we know of. <laughs> so yeah, we'll be going through the event, the weekend, that is ICW's Shug's House Party. Now, I've been joined by a panel who claim to know about ICW. I'm going to put that to the test with this quiz. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm not doing any more quizzes for a long time. <laughs> uh, first of all, I've been joined by a man who bears such a resemblance to Bubba Ray Dudley that even randomers think he's Bubba. It's Derek Kerman. Hello bro, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Good, looking forward to Shug's house party? Cannot wait. It should be a good one. And to his right is someone who uses bath bombs that much that she's developed a, some sort of addiction, worse than Ross's for beer. <laughs> it's Sarah. Hi everybody, and may I add, bath bombs just make me into a lot of my sunshine, so it could be worse. Whatever makes you happy. Exactly. Like Ross with beer? I don't have a drinking problem, I enjoy it, there is no problem there. <laughs> That's not what Scott tells me. <laughs> yeah, don't take his word for it. <laughs> and next up is a person who in the last month has been described as a corporate stooge, a paper champion, and more undeserving than Brock Lesnar. It is the ESSR champion, for some strange reason still, Stacey Smith. Hi. <laughs> Stacey, you, you have some explaining to do. Yes. <laughs> to one person only, hopefully he is listening, David Campbell. Excuse me, my corporate champion will not be taking questions of that nature. <laughs> no, I, I just got one thing to say to David Campbell. Just make better predictions. To be fair, 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 to be and finally, it's a man who is so power hungry that you'd be confused of him <laughs> owning TNA. Do you want it's, to try that intro again before tripping out yourself? I don't care. I'm going with it. It's my thing. Ross, my client. Yes. Yes, I've represented my client well. She'll defend her title this weekend under unfortunate circumstances, but we're confident we can rig the result again. I mean, uh, win fairly again. Not with me, George. I, I don't appreciate the, these slanderous comments that are being made against slanderous? me. You didn't put any predictions in! <laughs> What's slanderous about that? Well, I just woke up to a very nice surprise by saying that <laughs> I was still champion! If you have any thoughts on this controversy, please tweet us. We are at Suplex Retweet or Facebook or Instagram at Suplex Retweet. Uh, rounding off our panel for this evening is an outraged MVEP this evening, clearly. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a man that needs no introduction, is Quacko. How you doing? How's it going? Yeah, I'm no bad, no bad. See for this week's sweepstake. Maybe yeah. if I put down predictions for last year's Shugside Party, as in the results, maybe I'll win the championship. <laughs> Followed by Ross's rules. Well, Ross cannot rig it because I'm the one that's in charge. It's a justice and not the bad kind. <laughs> there uh, is no bad kind. Yes, there is. Somewhere. Yes, there is. Yes, there <laughs> really is. Oh, shush, you guys. So, yeah. It's just justice. And justice these magic warriors. gems are getting taken away from you. 
On that note, uh, yeah, so we are talking about ICW Shug's House Party Weekend. Uh, you can listen to us on all forms of podcasting sites, iTunes, Anchor, Spotify. They allow us for some reason. I doubt we'll get allowed that much after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like controversy on Spotify. And as I said, we are on social media on all kinds. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Suplex Retweet. So get in touch with the show there. Right. Let's start and let's talk about Shugs. Now I'm going to go round each of the panel for each of the night and get them to say something that they're looking forward to as there is far too many matches, far too many potential things to get through all that in an hour and a half. So I'm going to start by the man who brought a table with him this evening. <laughs> this joke is going to get old very soon. <laughs> Are you complaining? <laughs> Lucy will stop calling you Bubba. Yeah, no, that's a good thing, I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I'm going to get old. All right, Derek, what, what have you, who starts us off here? The um, thing that I was interested most about night one would be um, BT Gun versus Walter. Ah, yes. And if BT gets, gets beat, where does that leave BT Gun and ICW? Yes, so I'm going to open that up to the panel and that one. Uh, I'll go with Stacey, the champ. The champ goes first. Uh, what, what do you think this would leave BT Gun if he wasn't to beat the slapping machine? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't aware of that picture being taken there. <laughs> you got to do it for the gram. It's all about the gram. Um, I'm not actually sure where that would leave BT Gun. It's like, like, because his last match he didn't, he was injured, so he didn't appear. Um. I think his last match was at Baromania. Did he yeah. not fight somebody from the Pudge? Did he not fight one of the Pudge? Yeah. Yeah, Stevie James. Yeah, he fought Stevie James. Stevie James beat him, actually. Yep. So, he's not coming into this with a whole lot of momentum. No. Um, Ross, how long do you think we'll get to take for the first slap? Oh, it'll be instant. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm predicting the match opens with BT Gun slap Walter. Walter no-sells it and slaps him across the ring. Oh. Ooh. See, that's the thing, um, Walter is uh, like Marmite to a lot of people, I think it's fair to say. Um, because either they like the hard-hitting nature, or they don't like the hard-hitting nature. I mean, um, how much... I mean, are the fans of Walter on the panel here? Yeah, but I, I think there's a lot of controversy with his hard chops. The Big Show's been doing it for like 20 years. Controversy with his hard chops? Have you seen the guy's chest? <laughs> it is battered and bruised. <laughs> Look at Daniel Bryan after the Greatest Royal Rumble. No, it, I don't give a crap about no, it. This is worse. Like, it's like half his pick and it's like all the way down his shoulder, it's bright purple. Alright, fair enough. <laughs> Did you not see the picture? No, take my Ross, you suck. stick it up my ass. See that, I take it you're not a Walter fan. Well, obviously I've said in the past, like I'll take it back to when we did our our show, when we did um, the half year review. I don't like to fear for a wrestler's life or their health. I don't like it at all. So like chops to a certain extent, I'm okay with. But see when you're going to actually Break so many blood vessels that a lot of bruising happens. Yes, I know BT has known to make people bleed in the past with his chops. I actually own the t-shirt. <laughs> um, I, I just, I can't go for it. And it, I think this is the one going to be the one match that I will just fear for their, just their physical health, not even anything else. It's just like, I don't want to see harm and done in such a brutal way. See, uh, the, the, the announcement of Walter brought a lot of excitement, I think, when it first happened because he's obviously he's, he's PWG champion, he's fought pretty much the, for the top honours in progress, mm-hmm. so it was only natural for him to come up 
to ICD. W mean he talked about BT, but were you surprised that BT was the guy that was chosen to face him? Or yes. do you think it was the right choice? Uh, no, I was quite surprised. Um I think the like we we're mentioning there, <clears throat> the run that BT's been on as well. It's a it's a weird one. Um when I was looking at it and um thinking about it, I mean it's obviously it is his it is Walter's debut um on ICW, so it's a big match. Um, BT Gun's a, a favourite of many people in ICW as well, but I was I was thinking about it and I was thinking who could they have got instead of BT Gun? Mm-hmm. And that was um I don't know, what do you guys do you guys think of anybody? Whiplash. I originally thought Wolfgang, but obviously with the scheduling of the WWE UK takings, that's put the They didn't actually know about that really at the time, though, to be fair. I mean, obviously that was the point. We still had the coffees facing each other. I mean, most people other than Derek are gutted not to see that match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's fair to say. Uh, Stacey especially. Jeez, oh. <laughs> that would have been a good match. Act like a champion. <laughs> Don't you dare Stop. disrespect my client. <laughs> Quiet. Yes. Oh, dear. You're, you're a worse manager than the wee man. <laughs> I'll have you know he's a good manager. He's a brilliant manager. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. You're a more annoying manager than the wee man. There you go. <laughs> That'll work with. Shut up, what's it, Buzz? The views of, <laughs> the views of Steven do not reflect the rest of ESSR. <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah, so, um, whiplash, um. <laughs> Probably, just probably. <laughs> I can't hear myself. That's why I was doing that. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Uh, yes, yeah, so. Um, this week's show's going so well. Beat, beat uh, Whiplash and Wolfgang. I mean, any, any other uh, ones that people fought? Or are they the two ones that kind of stood out to people? I think they're the two that stand out mm-hmm. to people. Or even Andy Wilde. Yeah, I, I thought it would have been a big, a big. A I would have liked guy. Andy Wilde. I, I was watching the second annual Square Goal. Uh, last night and Andy Wilde looked so different in that uh-huh. back in his uh, Zero G Championship days yeah. uh, Michael Cole's favourite ICW competitor <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah so um, in terms of the actual results itself how do we kind of see this one going uh, Ross I'll start with you I think it will continue the tradition that ICW bringing in imports to make their own guys look good mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing it's how a business should be run you know these are the guys who are going to be there every week yeah. After this, I think we asked about where BT's going to go. I think BT's going to win and he'll go on to challenge for the Zero G Championship when Mark doesn't have WWE commitments. Mm-hmm. Mark's obviously got uh, Joe still to that match still to go, so it depends how that goes. But the Zero G seems like uh, a reasonable way of going. Hopefully, if he does get that, we'll see a lot more defences. Obviously, we won't have, it, have two belts. Uh, Stacey, what's your thoughts? Um. Just the same as we said before, I think BT is going to be winning this. That. Yeah. <laughs> Great analysis, as always, from Stacey Smith. <laughs> you see, I feel bad for saying this, but I don't really know who Walter is. So, that's what I love. The face of Eat Sleep Suplex, we treat, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> He's a large Austrian man, it's all you need to know. <laughs> Uh, now Sarah, now Sarah is the is running the ESSR sweepstakes this time because Ross clearly can't be trusted. I am Sergeant Sarah. Barely blooming what's his face, Corbin. Constable Corbin. Constable Corbin. Oh no, it's all right. Next week with the quiz, Scott has to come and be the constable of the quiz just to make sure I don't get. Is he going to bring you like one of those wee houses <laughs> <laughs> that he brought for Bala? Uh, Sarah, what's your thoughts? Um, well, see, like everyone was saying, like BT Gun's not been on the best role since losing the ZOG Championship. 
Um, but I think this could be the start of the BT Gun comeback tour and it's going to be the epic battle of the chops. Like, I don't even see the music finishing before the chops start. Uh, even Simon Castle will get one. Oh, poor Simon. Oh, Simon, cool. run. Poor Simon. Uh, Derek, do you agree with the guys on that one? Are you getting any different thoughts on who's playing this? I totally disagree with them. I think Walter's going to win. And I think this is going to be a sort of storyline for BT Gun to be a bit sort of down in the dumps. Um, sort of similar to the way Lionheart was, but a bit different, a bit darker. Interesting. And then a wee comeback. In time for Fear and Loving? Yes. Interesting, we'll see how that one goes. Uh, that should be a, a, one of the marquee matches of the night, I think it's fair to say, BT Gun versus Walter. Uh, we'll move on now to Sarah. Uh, Sarah, what's your standout on night one? I've got loads, obviously, but I'm going to go for one that probably people will not... They, they will care about it, but it's one of the lower down ones. Um, it's the Sam Barber experience versus Lewis Garvin. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. No, I'm, they're laughing. No, I'm laughing at him. Uh, they're laughing at the fact that I don't have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um, your, your opinion will come later, don't worry. That. <laughs> you, you have an allocated slot. Don't you worry about something. Yeah, this, you, we know you're a fan of the San Barbara experience. I love the San Barbara experience. And obviously I'm still very, very hurt that he got screwed out of that scramble match at Barramania. What do you mean? I'm more disappointed that Stacey wasn't number six. She told us she was going to be in that <laughs> slot and no- nothing. I know. Um, I would just like to say, I did not confirm nor deny. It was you that said it. No, she was too late for the entry. Uh, <laughs> I know. My Shop. client was not offered a reasonable enough fee and we decided to pass on that opportunity. <laughs> no further questions. Do you want no do you? further questions. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. So I can continue talking if you want. Please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, like see, obviously, see when I spoke to Sam, obviously we haven't had the chance to see the full Sam Barber experience yet, and this is what I'm waiting for—the spectacular grand entrance that I hope he's got planned. If I know anything about the Sam Barber experience, we're going to have something spectacular. See, this is where we have interviewers facing off of each other because I interviewed Lewis and Aspen. This, um, is, this is where I was going to come to you before you complained. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll say nothing. Back to you where. Kwaku, you interviewed those, Dylan. Yeah, thank you very much for asking. So, um, so yeah, uh, in case you don't know, I interviewed Lewis Gervin. Oh, did you? Really? Yeah, it was, it was Man, You can't quiet. I know. I did you know I interviewed Sam Barber? Get out of town. I know, right? You're lying. I'm not lying. Oh, my God. Well, the one thing Lewis said, what Aspen said, was in theory, Sam could just wrestle Aspen for the whole match, and the Lewis just scoops in last minute and gets the win. How dare he? possible no mm-hmm. yes yeah, so that's the thoughts of our interviewers let's go to a more unbiased uh, no not you not you uh, <laughs> Derek hi <laughs> um, that's his fault not yours that you know have you been scared right okay <laughs> you need to sack your manager I, I wasn't aware that I hired him as a manager <laughs> It's alright, I wasn't aware he was in charge of sweepstakes and how, put himself in charge. How the conspiracy <laughs> all falls apart. <laughs> Sorry, Derek, back to you. Um, I don't even know where to start with after that. <laughs> um, with them, actually, two, two exciting sort of local talents going head to head. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a great match. Um, I think that it has a lot of element of Aspen faith um, interfering. Um, in it as well, but I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be a classic. Mm. Yeah, it should be a good one. I mean, uh, Stacey, uh, 
Lewis Gilvin, he got that first chance to break out as a single star against Ricochet at the Hydro. Yeah. He's not really had that same chance since then. Do you think this is his chance to again show what he can do as a singles competitor in ICW? Of course. I think I think it is a way for him to show that he can stand on his own two feet and as a singles wrestler. But I think it's gonna be more of a chance for Sam Barber to show what he can do as um, as a wrestler in ICW uh, because obviously Lewis Garvin, Aspen Faith, they're doing they're doing fantastic as King's Catch right now and as wider as of the filthy generation as well. Mm. Um, but I, th I think it's going to be it's going to be more Sam Barber. Mm, interesting. Uh, Ross, do you agree, disagree on any of that? No, no, I, I agree. Uh, I should be saying Kings of Catch and Filthy Generation are their own thing. That will continue, but we already know how good Lewis Garvin is. You don't christen yourself the best young wrestler in Scotland if you aren't good enough, if you're not confident in your abilities. It's not just in Scotland. He's just the best young wrestler. Even when he gets Fair old, enough. he's going to be the best young wrestler. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, Sam Barber, he said, on our interviews, which you can hear on Spotify and iTunes, that's Suplex Retweet, uh, that we've not seen the full Sam Barber experience and this possibly the second biggest night of ICW's year. It's a chance to break out. Absolutely. I think, I, I think it's a tight one to call because obviously uh, Gervin needs to take some momentum into the next night with, his, with a tag team match, which we may talk in the second half, but um, are we, does anybody think Sam Barber's win this other than Sarah? <laughs> Me. I can't remember what I predicted. <laughs> I wouldn't mind to see either one. I, I could get the predictions up. Other people have agreed with me, just so you guys know. Yeah, I haven't sent mine in yet. Yeah, I know you haven't. Uh, Let's see, who else agreed with me? David Hockney agreed with me. Alan agreed with me. Can we, can we not? David Hockney Nathan. doesn't count. Can we not? And Nathan, the proverbial second place. Right. Oh, Crap. So, if Nathan thinks that Sam Barber's win, I'm going for Lewis Gordon. Yeah. So I love, I love how you've used Nathan and David Hockney as your like, clarification. That's all the only predictions I've got so far, which reminds if any of the guys are listening, you've got till Saturday at noon. It's like it's like you're on countdown, you're like, let's go to Dixie Corner. Nathan and David, what do you think? <laughs> when I was saying Nathan, I went, crap. Uh, Quacko, do you you still say to me your man girlfriend in this one? Got to, got to. Uh, the fifth, um, kids of cats are going to burn it down. They're going to... After Burner and um, if I think Lewis will be interfering a lot, I'm sorry Sarah, <laughs> but it is what it is. Yeah, you may see the Sam Barber experience at the start, but I'm sorry to say Aspen and Lewis are going to wet down right away. If, if you want to hear more of Quacko's love for the Kings of Catch, he talked to them for 90 minutes <laughs> and that is available on our, our back catalogue on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, any site you can find, just Google us on, just Google us. Yeah, like six stars. Six stars, seven stars, you know. Oh, Dave Mel Meltzer driver us, you know. <laughs> Whatever, especially who Ross. <laughs> uh, on that note, I will move over to the chap uh, and see what lofty prediction she has and what she wants to see. Stacey, what's your pick from night one? I don't think it comes as a surprise to anyone that the match that I'm most looking forward to is Just Justice and Lionheart. See, I could have went to any of the two using this, because you, one of the two you would have picked it. Yes, uh, I have wrote notes on one match, and it's this match, which is still... <laughs> and on that note, Ross. No, 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 let no, I thought it was going to be Sarah that chose this one, so I was like, oh, please don't, please don't. I will always back Sam Barber. Now, for anybody who knows us, uh, 
Baromania was a was a split scene. And they were uh, pretty much all wrong. <laughs> it was there was uh, there was there was some heartache and myself, Mr. McLeod, Nathan. Na- oh jeez. Yeah. <laughs> we back, Nathan. <laughs> there was that. Then there was Mr. On the Fence next to me here. Stop pushing me! <laughs> you, he keeps on moving closer to the microphone. He keeps on clapping. Stop it! <laughs> This show becomes more of a farce, I believe. <laughs> if we could talk about wrestling here, Stephen, good lord. Stay safe. Sorry, please continue. I'm going to take care of you. Suck up. <laughs> he wants paid, that's why. <laughs> oh, you need to pay him. In gummy bears. <laughs> I like Winkums. Sorry, Stacey, on you go. Yeah, so... Um, that did not sound right at all. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so lost about that whole part there, so I, I was just like, yes! I um, yeah, so... Justice and Lionheart, their last match was fantastic. It was just like, you never knew like what the outcome was going to be. It was so close, so many times. I just remember turning around, looking at Ross and Steven, and, and just like the look of joy, and then the look of despair in their faces. And then, it was, just, it was, it was a fantastic match. Personally, I think that was match of the night, joint match of the night before and I have no doubt that this match is going to be the exact same. Yeah, I mean, uh, can we not call him Just Justice? Can we just go back to calling Jackie Polo? No, he's Just no, Justice. He's just, just Justice and Jackie Polo are two separate people. Two separate people. They will always be two separate people. Just Justice Don't is American. Start. Just Justice is American. Like, Just Justice is 1-0 up against Lionheart. Uh, Ross, Ross, what notes have you got? Policing. Please some sanity back <laughs> to the discussion. I said the introduction of the Just Justice character played into the... There was a promo at the Wolfer Sucky Hall Street taping where Lionheart said to Jackie, you're not taking this seriously. And it was almost as if Jackie was coming out saying, I've beat you before, I'll do it again at a canter. You need to come beat me, I can piss about and have a laugh, you know. If I, if you beat me, we're still drawing, we're one each. If if I win, I'm 2-0 up on you. And it was almost as if with a long walk-off and the Lionheart no-show and the Ready Player One, it was almost as if it wasn't that Jackie beat him, it was the fact that Lionheart cost himself the match, get two into his own head. And I think the promo uh, at the last Fight Club taping, mm-hmm. where Shah was sort of like the snap out yet, you know, you yeah. cost yourself before, get out your own head, let's go, let's go get this match done. Yeah, I mean, Derek, a lot of people didn't think we were actually going. I personally didn't think these two were going to go again. I thought by this point, Lionheart was going to be fighting for the world championship, maybe move on to another feud. Um, but you're fought wrong. <laughs> yes, you were on the fence. You can't, you can't slag anybody. Uh, <laughs> I know I can't, but I will. <laughs> anyway, um, do you see do you see this as a chance for Lionheart to finally push on, or do you see him still being unable to overcome his demons? His demons wearing a cowboy hat and <laughs> a terrible American accent. May I just add? Actually, no, wash your mouth out, Stephen. It's actually quite a decent American accent. I'll give him that. May I just add? Me and Kwaku attended Simon Cassidy's One Fall Sessions last night, and we heard a lovely story, which none of you will get to hear because. Super secret. I'm still so gutted I missed that last night. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Cheap plug for Simon, thank you. We'll hear that after the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Derek. Um, I think this will be um, Lionheart coming out winning. Um, and <laughs> Do you want to be free, sir? <laughs> winning. Winning. And um, getting the demons behind him, and I think he'll push on now for um, title shot. I still think it'll be Lionheart Stevie at the Hydro. I don't see any other match main event in the Hydro. See. I think 
Just Justice and Stevie Boy Ooh. at the Hydro. Personally, I think Just Justice and Lionheart Part 3 will be at the Hydro. That's good. This shit. is Part 3. Well, no, no, there's no part two. There you start. Part two. Part two. This is part two. Electric Stephen, one, two, part two. <laughs> Can I just say about Just Justice? He, the promo work he's been doing has been excellent. Mm. It's been really good, even yeah. though I dislike the guy very, very much. <laughs> a lot. Um, but his promo work has been outstanding. Yeah. I could, I, could, I could see this being another one that splits the crowd, I think it's yeah. fair to say. See, I'd back Lionheart, but I either have Jackie winning when the fairies means, leading to... Who's this a, Jackie you keep talking about? Oh, piss off. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen Jackie in a while, have you? No, I haven't seen her since... Before Barry, yeah. The ball bag <gasps> and the cowboy hat will win by nefarious means, leading to a blow-off match, a big like Lionheart must win, uh, uh, fear and loathing, or in something that uh, happened at the last taping, when Shah convinces Lionheart to take the match and slaps him. You fucking mug. <laughs> you my pet. See, I think if he loses cleanly, he'll maybe snap and go after Shah. Leading to a feud with him. I know a fantasy booked in the Greatest Royal Rumble and it didn't work out well, but you know, this, <laughs> this is what gets me through my boring work shifts. <laughs> Ross, could you stack that shelf? Excuse me, I'm booking fear and loathing here. You see, this is an insight into general manager Ross McLeod. What he does is he, he fantasy books things when it doesn't come his way, he then corrupts the system into his thinking. And this is what happens Speak, when you have nobody submitting in a sweepstake and they somehow still come out as a champion. Speaking this of is it. Wait, I'm sorry. I had nothing to do with this. But you're implicated in it. It's just as bad. You should have just vacated it just to shut yeah. everybody else up. Well, to be fair, I thought I was. <laughs> Stacey, I think it's obvious to this question. Uh, who's winning this match? <laughs> do I really need to answer this? Uh, no, no, not really. Uh, so a Lionheart victory, that would be then. <laughs> just justice will prevail. Uh, Sarah? I'm actually going to shock you. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, see, my heart obviously does want Just Justice to win, but I do think, like, what Stacey said, grudge match at the Hydro, so I think it'll be one apiece, yeah. finish at the Shugs, and it'll move on to Fear and Loathing, and that'll round it off for the year. So I do think Lionheart is going to pull it out of the bag and beat him this time. Also, sorry, we talked about you couldn't see a main event at Fear and Loathing. We forgot when, when we mentioned Walter. BT Guns still to get his championship rematch. They don't take championship There's rematches. Another spanner in the works there. Another bit of fantasy booking from Ross McLeod. Uh, Derek, what's your thought? Yeah, I think Lionheart will win. Lionheart? Uh, yes. I'm, I'm sorry for Lionheart. Mister on the fence? You staying on the fence? Um, obviously, yeah, but I think Lionheart is going to take it this time. Interesting. A mixed so, response across the pan. I'm still sticking with just justice because <laughs> I really want him to win, but... Going along with what you were just saying, because of what I said earlier, like the Hydro Part 3, um, I want this Justice Twin, but I do see it being Lionheart, but I want it to be just Justice. Just so I can see the look on Stephen's and Ross's faces again. <laughs> and potentially Nathan's really? as well. And Yeah, and potentially Nathan's as well. Poor Nathan. Should we mention the bet I've made when I stuck my neck out in the line? Oh, yes! I've agreed that <laughs> if just Justice wins, I'll do the podcast for the rest of the year wearing a cowboy hat. That's risky, man. I know. Is that why you apply for college? 
Yes, so <laughs> I've only, I'm not trying to better myself with education, I'm just trying not to be here on Wednesday nights. <laughs> you try to get a student money by your heart. Yeah. <laughs> I've applied for night school. Leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> rounding off our panel predictions here, Ross. I know you did have a page of just Justice Lionheart. Yes, what, is your, what is your highlight? Otherwise, of oh, one? Jesus Christ! Give me a minute to read the match cards. <laughs> if I wasn't on the payroll for the champ, I would be upset here. She's not paying you. Shut up! Let, I wasn't even let, aware. Let that the you story were like... manager. <laughs> I'm like Barney and How I Met Your Mother. How did you become friends? Barney just appeared and wouldn't leave one day. Anyway. Uh, Chris Renfrew, Joe Hendry, Glasgow Street Fight. Oh, the intensity in this one. Oh, of course. Uh, I think if it wasn't for the Just Justice character and the downfaller Lionheart before taking the match at Shugs, this would have been the best rivalry of the year so far. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the one that produced the longest match of all time. It yes. produced the standout stars of the year in Kieran Kelly and Leighton Buzzard. I'll open it up quickly. What's your thoughts on the Glasgow Street fight? On the south side, for once, and not on, in the garage. Run by the garage or run by Classic Grand. <laughs> love it. Love it, love it, love it. I, I actually can't wait to see what happens, although I know that this match will end up outside. And then, obviously, poor David Wilson, etc. We're going to have to follow on with the cameras and the... Oh, that sort of stuff oh, again. The last Glasgow Street fight, there was snow. But they had to go out there in treacherous conditions, you know. know. Aaron Echo still had the street gear on. Craig, I got through in a lorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, anything could happen. Kenny Williams came from somewhere. You know, time travel from the sky, I don't know. Like wee silence around about the room there. Uh, yeah, my attempts at being funny tonight are failing badly. Say as, that. as always, that was a bit to say. Welcome to my life, Stephen. I see, I would be nice. His family's a little slug. What's his excuse? I've known him for eight years. That doesn't count. I'm practically family. Considering some of the tacos we used to put in each other at Seven Asides, I think a big wee bit of banter is... I'm glad you said Who Seven Asides I'm so there. glad you said that they were talking about football there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Sarah, uh, you see this one going outside. I mean, do we see a, you know, a lot of Joe Henry using his technical prowess from the Commonwealth Games? I see him using a skateboard. I don't know why. Just it's what it pays so oh, much that I'm trying to escape on a skateboard in Edinburgh. It pays so much to that. Um, but fantastic. again, the standout. I, I can see I'm using Leighton as a weapon. <laughs> Actually, using Leighton as a weapon. That would be something. That yeah. would be. Or Renfrew using it as, using him as a weapon against Hendry. Well, there's a thing as well. Interesting. Obviously, you've got these two side characters. But you've got uh, dance. Yes, Bance as well. Bance. Uh, but <laughs> Kieran Kelly could get involved, you know. This could end up going so many ways. You could end up having the 24-7 contract that Kieran Kelly's got being put on the line. Ooh. There's so many twists and turns. You know, Simon gets a chair. I'm talking a lot about Simon in this show. Uh, Simon <laughs> with a chair on Kieran Kelly, pins him and cashes in for his time for his match at the Hydro. There's <laughs> fantasy breaking for you. <laughs> I to say, leads all the way to fear and loathing. Points to Simon. <laughs> oh, dear God. Remember what happened the last time they put it in the side? No, we don't have that match now. They're, they're, they're keeping an eye on it. <laughs> Ross, what's your thoughts? Uh, well, no many thoughts in this match because I had notes and notes about one match that got stole before me. <laughs> you should have seen that coming, to be fair. I know. Li- literally, I, when you went, we're going to start with Derek and work our way around and what I'll go, oh, Derek's chose a different one. Oh, Sarah's chose a different one. And then I got to uh, Stacey and I just went, Ah oh, shit, she is putting just justice into it. <laughs> no, uh, I think it'll be a good match. I think it'll be better than their Barry match. The Barry match was good, but I think this will be 
I, th- I th- felt the Barry Mania match was a bit short. Like, oh, yeah, it was, it was the conclusion. The, the, it, was a, it, was a it, was, lo- it was the end of a very long match. Yeah, the yeah. match itself was the go-home long. <laughs> no, yeah. but it was like, it was a bit of a roller coaster. Yes. Because just the, like, oh, he's about to get the pin, he's about to get the pin, he's about to get the pin. Yeah. Like, poor, poor Scott, and you look at Noked in the next week at the bar. That's where they start. <laughs> when you watch it back in demand, the fight starts at the bar area, and Scott went for a drink between matches, thinking he's safe. And next minute, just two shirtless men came out battering lumps at each other. And the next minute, all I heard was Dallas, "Keep an eye on it, keep an eye on it," and they fought through the crowd. Poor Scott coming back shell shocked, like, "I nearly got taken out there." <laughs> and no. all you thought I had to say was, "What's my pint?" Aye, exactly. <laughs> That's the important thing. Did you spill my pint? It was his round. You, you don't get Scott to buy around very often. I, but anyway, uh, I think this match would be brilliant. I think the likes of Bantz, Kieran Kelly, uh, Leighton Buzzer getting involved uh, will add to it as well. Like you said earlier, the two standout stars of this year. It's a feud between two established guys that's made two new guys mm-hmm. in the process. And I don't know what else to say about it. It will be good. <laughs> it should be. F- and, uh, as much as I love the two of them, it's got to be the end of the feud. They've got to end it. They can't keep it going. Yeah, they can't, they can't, we cannot keep what, keeping an eye on it for that long. <laughs> yeah, I think they kind of hinted at that at the last Fight Club, just like a match to end it all in Glasgow Street Fight. Mm-hmm. The two of them have been killing it on the promos, though. Oh, yeah. yes. On you, uh, Hendry, especially, that one he did from his from his house with the T-shirts on the wall and everything, you know. He's, he's just great. Well, we've learned before Joe Hendry makes things better. <laughs> he does. I see double me and you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to quickly get some predictions then on this one. Uh, again, I'll go round. Uh, I'll start, I'll go back to Derek on this one. Uh, who's winning this one between Renfrew and Hendry? Renfrew. Mm, interesting. Uh, Sarah? Joe Hendry. Stacey? Joe Hendry. Ross? Joe Hendry. Knock him I missed that. How dare you talk about the prestigious one like that? I absolutely love that tune. I'm not even going to lie. It's brilliant. Quacko. Joe Hendry. So much love for the prestigious one. Oh, and Derek. <laughs> I like Joe Henry, I do. I do like him. Um, it's been I just, just like Renfrew better. I just think Renfrew will win. <laughs> can I say that the... Can I go with Kieran Kelly? <laughs> I just like Kieran Kelly. He's a very likeable guy. And his dad, his dad owns the box. Kieran Kelly, who we also interviewed, which you can hear at iTunes, Spotify and Anchor, at Suplex Retweet. Stop micro-hosting. Ah, Hi, Dave. Man. That wasn't a micro-host. That was a hype. That oh, was a plug. We're, we're plugging like raw. We're plugging Eliza's new album this week. This hey, I thought that was a joke as well. Oh, see, see, when I saw that on Spotify, I was like, bro, I thought they were joking. Uh, so quickly going through some of the other matches we've got on the night one. Uh, Mikey Whiplash versus An- An- Angelico. Angelico. Uh, he's a sensation. And I'm just talking about Mikey Whiplash. Uh, no, this should be a really good match, you know. It's, uh, I've, I actually don't know who this guy is. I've never he, seen look, him. Look up the Progress SSS 16. He fights Mark Andrews and Keith Lee. Mm. In that yeah. tournament, some excellent matches. So he's, he's a guy to look out for. We all know what Whiplash is capable of. Uh, the buzz around him uh, that I've seen on Twitter and like, the response he's getting does excite me for it. I think I'd rather just wait to Shugs to see him. Just like be surprised. You won't be disappointed. No, you me. definitely won't be. He is very, very good. Speaking of guys who are very, very good, Jody Fleisch and James Storm. I'm so happy that Jody Fleisch is actually back in an ICW ring. We've got two nights of Jody Fleisch. Yep. What I am buzzing for. <laughs> I love Jody Fleisch. Oh, he's so I so was good. so raging when he got injured and get taken out of the Baromania match. 
he is still due a match for the Zero G Championship mm-hmm. as well. Yes. Which could justice be Justice for Jody. That's the only type of justice I like to talk about. We do like a bit of justice. It would be just justice though. Yes. Yeah, true enough. Uh, James Storm as well. I mean, we got to love James Storm. I mean, he's just on the lookout for the winner of this next match. Uh, Ravy Davy and Kid Fight. Uh, Derek, do, do you hate Ravy Davy? Because everybody else seems to hate Ravy Davy in I don't, I don't mind him. What? Everybody on the roster. Like, Kid Fight tried to take him out. Brad well, tried everybody's trying to batter him. Aye, everybody's trying to batter him. No, I love Ravy Davy. He's a great guy. I was about to say, I quite like Ravy Davy as well. See, he's listened. I said, all, all the guys on the roster seem to hate No, you just said everybody, everybody hates Ravy yeah. yeah. uh, you, you miss roster. Everybody in the back seem to hate I think um, with this match, it's a bit of a weird one. Like Kid Fight only came out of the last Fight Club and set about him. I think they should have they should have a bit more of a story around it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a few weeks before, a few weeks before it, um, sort of a few months before it even with the uh, Kid Fight coming out moaning about how he hasn't got a how he hasn't got a match and stuff. I feel like this one's very like we need a match. Let's throw it in. Yeah, and the winner obviously faces James Storm the next night, which should be. Even if Davey loses this, which would make no sense in storyline, yeah. uh, Kid Fight versus James Storm. What a yeah. match that would be. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be really, really good. Uh, the other match on this card, uh, Kinky Party versus Alpha Evil. Uh, Riddle Sports Entertainment brands own Bram and Easton Reese. Uh, initially, I thought Kinky Party were going to lose the belts, but they're hosting the pre show on the Sunday. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. It could be like the last one. It's still the, the Kinky Party. Yeah. They're like a party. They but like booze. That makes no sense. They're not holding the belts if they're going to then if they're going to host the party. Yeah. I mean, you need the belts. They might be draining their sorrows. Exactly. On a pre-show. Yes. Yes. Why not? I don't. Know. I might. I. I want. I, I think. Uh, I love Rudo. Who does this? This proves how rock and roller Stephen Wilson is right here. Right here. <laughs> can, yes. Can I ask? Can you, can you? Can you get? The, what is David Hockley's prediction for this match? Well, funny enough, David Hockley has the exact same predictions. Buy one because I've actually changed one of my predictions earlier on today, which we uh, we talked about the match, but obviously we didn't ask for my prediction because I'm going to throw a spanner to work for it. David Hockney, what match were we talking about there? The Baby David Kid fight? No, okay. Kid Party. Kid Party. Oh, Alpha Evil he went. He went for Alpha Evil. Because he knows who Bram is. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's that guy from the Ascension. <laughs> <laughs> See... The past few fight clubs, Bram and Easton have been very well protected, and I think this is their big payoff. I think this is going to be the end of the kinky party for a wee bit. They'll do the, they'll do the pre-show, but then they'll maybe go their separate ways as singles competitors. No, sort of like you see in New Japan, where it's like people go away from factions, but they're still in the faction, if you know what I mean. No, they're, they're going to get drunk and obviously reunite with whoever's coming back on night two. <laughs> Uh, that maybe David Kid Fight's going to go to a no contest and it's going to be a triple threat the next again night. Ooh! That is my spanner in the works. Interesting. Sorry, quickly, Ross, what was the point <laughs> I, you're going to I make think it? this is a big payoff for Bram and Easton. I think a win for them allows more gloating promos for Red Lightning, and I am all for that. Interesting. So night one, there's so much going on in the card, that one. So that's going to be this Saturday. It should be a great card. Now, we're going to take a short break, but following the break, we're going to talk about night two, and there's so much excitement in night two. Uh, everybody here's going to night two. So, Derek, you you, you, you were the odd one out in the first half. Yes, I have a child, so I cannot, <laughs> to, I cannot go to both nights, as it's not fair on my wife. She's not listening. You don't need to. You don't I don't need to. I'm gutted. I'm not going to two nights. <laughs> I hate having a kid. <laughs> 
You have a whole... I'm kidding. I love my daughter very much. So that is what we're going to talk about. That That's what we're going to talk about in the second half of the show. But on the break, this is a wee clip of a man who's making his ICW return on Sunday. It is the man. It's Grado. And this is his entrance on the first ever Shug's House Party. So we'll be back in just a bit. This is DCT. And you're listening to the very sexy <laughs> the audio dream that is. <laughs> Eat, sleep. Suplex. Retweet. Oh. The following contest is scheduled for one fall. Introducing first, weighing in tonight at 0.17 metric tons, Subscribing, you should be listening to the back catalogue of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, whatever the f 
fuck you're doing. That's what you should be doing. I don't care if it's your mum's birthday. I don't care if she's feeling contractions. Get on it right now. We are the kings of catch. You're listening to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Welcome back to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. I'm Stephen Wilson. I'm joined by Ross, Stacey, Sarah, Derek, and Kwaku. And that was the legend that is Grado. And I think it's good. this is an appropriate time to briefly talk about the man himself, uh, Derek. Uh, what else can, has got to be said about Grado? It's not been said in the past about the man. I'm so excited he's coming. I'm so excited he's coming back. He is. It's, he's been. It's been too long. It's been too long without the guy. Aye, it's been. It's been a long year. I mean, and obviously six months before that he was a heel as well. So you think he'll come back as a heel? No. 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 No, no he, chance. He, he can't. Yeah, it, it, the whole the whole way they kind of built it up, Ross, has been really good. I mean, it was a subtle tease on Twitter because they said for, there's been so many rumours. Every time you have a big, like, under square go, number 30, and it was like, where's... Is it Grado? Even though you're kind of in your head going, Joe Henry's not came out yet. Yeah. When you go for that. All the big things like that. Joe Henry got the Rey Mysterio spot of 2014. So there was that. At the end of the BT Gun Joe Coffee match, they were chanting for Grado. You've not would have made... Not a, well, but it made some still really sense with the Rudo connection. But they've got the picture of him outside the HQ. But it was kind of official. Did you still think it was real at that point, or would you kind of thought he's actually coming back? Yeah, like, I, I don't think they would have put that up if it wasn't confirmed. ICW are really good at that. They only put stuff out there when it's like 100% set in stone. We've got this guy. We've got this girl. This is this is happening. <laughs> but uh, I. It's been two. I know it's only been what, like a year. It's been. A, it was last year's Fear and Loathing when he lost to Shah Samuels in the loser leaves town match. Was it Fear and Loathing? No, it wasn't Fear and Loathing. Was Not it? Fear and Loathing. It's last year's Shugs. Yeah. Uh, but he was like he was the poster child of when ICW first got proper big. He was the, you know, there was so much talent in that roster, but he was still like the poster, the poster guy, and it feels it doesn't feel right not having him there. Yeah. It's, it's like when. Like a guy in WWE gets injured, like a guy that's constantly there, like a Dean Ambrose or something like that. It just feels weird not having him there. Yeah, I mean, I, ch- I chose that exact clip for the break for a reason because that was that was the first time I'd ever been to an ICW show because someone on the panel sold me his ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. And um, it was I'd heard about Grado, but I'd never actually seen him, and it was kind of that buzz with the whole Grado Berg type, type entrance. He hooks you, I mean, you know, it's. it's He's so infectious, I mean, it's it's just, it's so good to see, I mean, have I, have I said I love Grado? <laughs> when have you ever seen a room full of drunk Glaswegians singing Like a Prayer by Madonna? Well, I said that on our Fear Loving preview show last year. Uh, it's just so many people in the SEC seat chanting and singing Madonna. I mean, the guys that worked there were just like, what is going on? Yeah. These are all grown up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's the event stuff at any wrestling event. Just like, seriously, this is grown men and women here. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Ross. I mean, my wife Grado can make the stiffest of people, my brother Gary, actually tap his foot. It's <laughs> unreal. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's, it's, it's an interesting one, but it is, it is definitely something there. I mean, Stacey, uh, what's, what's your thoughts on Grado's return? It's been a long time coming. I I can't wait to see him back. It's, it's just going to be so good. Um, yeah. It's 
I'm so so happy to see him. Uh, you look it. I'll, I, I'm, I'm brushing off the Grado T-shirt. It's yourself one. It's, a, it's, a, it's like a, a two, two sizes too big for me. I don't care. I'm gonna be walking about like a kid in pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, Sarah, you get any points on the Grado return? I'm so happy. I mean, like, see when they posted that picture of him outside the asylum with the date. Mm-hmm. It's the exact year to the day since he left ICW in the first place, like 29th of July mm-hmm. of last year is when he left and bring them back in on the 29th, it's a full 365 days. And I've missed them. Oh, I've really missed them. I mean, it's so disappointing that he's... N- I don't think he'll come out to like a prayer, which is very disappointing. No, I mean, that's what I'm so sad about. Ross had a kind of theory during the break. Yeah, yeah, they'll maybe just do the New Japan thing where it's like it comes up muted due to copyright or they'll do like if you look back on the WWE Network, mm-hmm. Chris Jericho and WCW has his WWE theme and Undertaker's uh, American Badass is edited with his Big Evil theme song. So it's, it's easily easy to get around. They could just have Simon shout, life is a mystery, and the crowd will start singing along with it. Because yeah. you can't stop the crowd for singing it. That would be amazing to see him do that. But uh, no, I'm excited. Quack, are you excited? You're a, you're oh, a, you're a Grado fan. Yep, I am. It, I'm sure. It should be good. I mean, he's even on tel- he's on TV on the Saturday as well at World of Sport as well. So well, if people who've recorded that can see him during the day and then see him at night, so much he's Grado love. Doctor Big Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the point on Grado. Now let's talk about the rest of night two. Now I'm going to go round the panel the other way. So Ross, you have your chance to shine here. What is your pick? Of night two. You picked the night I have literally no notes for. Right, let's see. Um, <laughs> That's been the story of tonight, though, for yeah, you, Ross. It really has. <laughs> you want to talk about conspiracy, David Campbell's listening to this podcast. Uh, Jeff Jarrett is GM for night two. Oh. I am, um, no, I I am buzzing to sing with my baby tonight. Do you think he'll come up to that? Oh, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> what about his attitude at our theme tune? No, he do, won't come into that and he won't come out do, to the WWE one, uh, the WCW one, the Church 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 Chosen one. That is definitely not his TNA one. Yeah, oh, good God, no. Or his global, or his Impact Wrestling, or his Global Force, whatever that company's. That company's like Mike Myers, it just won't die. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I am buzzing to see Jeff Jarrett. Obviously, we've seen with Rey Mysterio. WWE allowed his team song to be played, so I'm hoping we get a bit of leniency and we get with my baby tonight. Uh, That's generally the only reason I I, I want to see him, <laughs> just to sing with my. I want a bit of karaoke on the night. It's there's plenty of wrestling. Oh, it's it's <laughs> it's it's a great opportunity to see a guy like Jeff Jarrett. I mean, he's had quite a year. Uh, WWE Hall of Fame. He's currently on tour around the UK. Yeah, he was in Edinburgh last night. He was in Edinburgh last night. He's live on the fight that or at the uh, of the night of this taping. So if anybody has Fight TV, um, you can hear Jeff Jarrett. I'll be watching that with a couple. Which is good. Uh, what, it, can we have a debate? Is it Jarrett or Jarrett? I say Jarrett. I would say I say Jarrett, but Jarrett. I get it's Jarrett. 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 The first time I heard his name was uh, Pat Patterson, who him and Gerald Briscoe had a history of mispronouncing names in the attitude era. But he, he made a match with Triple H, Jeff Jarrett, and he went, Jeff Jarrett. So that's that's what I've called him. I think I call him J- Jarrett, but I think I, I pronounce it wrong. It's so. like the X-Pac, X-Pac. Like, yeah, again, I, I, I pronounce that one wrong as well. Gerald you know? Briscoe called him X-Pac, so I call him X-Pac. Uh, Sarah, um, what I've loved about Jarrett, Jarrett, whatever you want to call him, <laughs> is how well he's actually promoted his appearance. You get a lot of criticism of the guys that come over that they don't really do enough. 
Uh, that was a whole centre between of the Kenny Williams Rey Mysterio feud last year, but mm-hmm. Jarrett has been absolutely brilliant promoting this. I mean, the amount of times he's retweeted Jackie Polo, just just this guy with a cowboy hat, anything you want to call him. Uh, it's been, so he's, he's been really good, I think. He he's really done. has. Like I'm looking forward, and obviously, if we do manage to get it, Jeff Jarrett and Josh Justice in the ring at the same time <laughs> will be the most incredible sight I think I'll ever witness. Jarrett puts a guitar over his head. The O2 Sportatorium isn't ready. <laughs> Stacey, how much do you know about Jeff Jarrett? <laughs> I'm just asking you the question, I'm not even going to try. Um, not a lot. There is a collection on the WWE Network, you can watch everything about him. Including his, victor- his, his defeat to China in a good housekeeping match. He doesn't have the network. Get the network off of someone <laughs> and watch that match. I really need to actually start looking back at WWE stuff from before I start watching it. Oh, uh, you need just watch that match. Never watch another Jeff Jarrett match other than that match. All it's that, a guilt. It's a guilty that, pleasure. All that good housekeeping. You know. Match. The fact that uh, Jerry got disqualified for using a non-household item, oh. then China wins mm-hmm. with oh. a non-household item. How many people have an intercontinental title in their wall? How many people, well, have, a, how many people have a guitar in the house? Well, see, yeah, you, I think a lot of people do. I have our, our big dog has eight guitars. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> As he told us on our Greatest Entrances show. See, I agree with Jerry Lawler's commentary on that. They said it's not a household item. He goes, well, it's a household item in his house. He's the intercontinental champion. <laughs> There you go. Can't argue with that one, Exactly. Then. Yeah, but you two are in the conspiracy, so of course you would agree with that. My client will not answer any <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, you talk about the the, the bringing get the they try to bring in guys with a big reputation, career, but I look back in some of Jared's achievements. I mean, up until um, uh, Jericho won, they got the record. He was the record holder of the Intercontinental Title. Obviously, he's a WWE Hall of Famer. He held that NWA title and in TNA so much, I lost count in the first three years. You know. He's done it all, and I think that's going to bring a lot of prestige to ICW, just him coming. It's a massive coup for ICW to get him as well, like obviously we got Foley a few years ago as well, so it's a, it's another fantastic effort by uh, Dallas and ICW to get another WWE Hall of Famer in. Will he get involved in the match? I know this is one of Sarah's sweepstakes questions. Yes, it is. Uh, will he be involved in the match? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ross, Stacey, will Jared be a part of the match? Make some involvement? I think you'll maybe do... Like sort of like we've seen the WrestleMania hosts where they like they'll do the opening promo and then they'll maybe like restart a match that's been called off under like nefarious means. I am more concerned where he's going to wear that cow pattern tux he bought to the Hall of Fame. That was a thing of beauty. That thing. <laughs> he has the jacket with him on his oh, tour. Yes. <laughs> he has the jacket with him. Uh, no, do you know what I want? No, I want the giant double J hat. Sweet. So you're, you're going to wear a, just, a JJ hat? Yeah, I'll wear a JJ for Jeff Jarrett, the original JJ. But it's still just Justice. Is that you saying that you think you will get involved? Because we started a match is technically getting involved. And you've said no. Don't plot holes in my argument. So, then. yeah, Jeff Jarrett's coming as a general manager. If you've never seen or heard of Jeff Jarrett, as I said, there's a collection currently on him on the WWE Network. It's, he's got some... He's a, he is well known for a great technical wrestling past. Uh, just watch it. Watch the good housekeeping match. I don't care yes. about anything else in his career. Uh, he's year in WCW. Eh, maybe not so much. Uh, <laughs> Stacey, who's temporarily been distracted by her manager. Uh, what's your pick for night two? Uh, my pick for night two would be... Personally, I think the women's match. Mm, yes, interesting. Because... That- 
I can't wait to see Martina back. Yes. And grind on Sean McLaughlin. Sean. <laughs> He will love it. He tweeted about her today about the wedding last year, I'm sure. He, I saw that. He is, I saw that, yeah. he is secretly excited. No, Viper, Martina and Casey. Now, you've obviously highlighted Martina and the year since that wedding last year, she has been on a tear across the world. So, she, he, this time last year, you may have thought, Martina in this match? Nah. This year, you could probably think, she has a very good chance of stealing, of taking that belt, which she... This is her rematch, technically, I think, I think yeah. it's mm-hmm. fair to say so. Do you think she's less of a dark horse and more of a t- should take her seriously? I think we should definitely take her seriously. I mean, last year Martina was my pick to win as well. Um, I am a big fan of Martina. Um, definitely someone to take seriously. She's not just someone there to fill a space. Yeah, definitely. Uh, she she has obviously. Mixed championships in Ireland at the yeah. OTT range, you know, she's... She was gender neutral champion Gender well. neutral, that's, yeah. a, that's I think that was the one. I, I said mixed for some reason, I don't really know why. It's intergender type thing. Uh, but obviously the champ, Viper, uh, what a few months she's had. Mm-hmm. Uh, the BBC documentary, she's been confirmed for World of Sport, she's been confirmed for Ring of Honor. Uh, because of all those things, I mean... Is this a way of her... Is she going to lose the belt because she's doing so much or do you think she's going to continue her role potentially? Uh, I'll go around everybody. Uh, well, I think she's going to continue. Like She's still on that quest to make it a world belt mm. and it still does not have that prestige. I think she's got one more place to defend it in to make it a world championship because you've got... Down in progress, obviously, the women's belt is a world progress, it's a world progress championship. Mm. So I think, that, I think she'd want to try and at least try and keep the prestige so she can get that chance to defend it and make it her to be the one to make it the world champion because I don't see anyone else making it a world championship apart from Viper. Yeah, do you kind of agree on that point? Yeah. That Viper's the one that could probably carry the division worldwide. I mean, no disrespect to the rest of them. They are all very good at what they do, but is she the one who would take that belt and make it make a name for it? Yeah, I think so, Stephen. Um, I think that I wouldn't be disappointed if any, any, any of them won it, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, you know. Um, but I think it's more more a case of, as like Sarah said, Viper and making it a, a world belt, which is going to it's going to win at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, talking about the other person in the match, uh, Casey. Now at this time, at the Field Loven preview last year, I thought Casey would have been the one to lead the division. She's obviously then lost the championship quite quickly, uh, but she's now got a bit of a an addition to her to her. Um, her whole appearance, and I'm going to go to our resident manager yeah. on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Ross, uh... yes, I have picked Casey to win this because uh, well, we spoke about Martina earlier. By the way, thanks for coming to me about that. Uh, people... It's not just you on this show. Yes, well, quite clearly, I'm not on it at all. Stop being selfish, Ross. So. Since uh, become people, a manager, it's all me, me, me with him. I'm trying to promote a brand here. I'm trying to promote the Stacey Smith brand. You will wait for the moment. Right. Now, I, 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 have, I, 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 I have an announcement to make. Don't you oh. dare give in to the pressure. Oh, oh what? I have an announcement to make. Okay. Ross? <laughs> Don't you dare fire me. I'll slap the midget gems at your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> if we could get back to ICW here. If you've been affected by any of the issues raised on the Sleep Suplex retweet, please fold in the SSR Action Light on 
Look over at Stevie's number at the end of the show. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, I haven't made my announcement yet. You can wait, woman. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Stacey, I'll be Ross, you are fired. Yay! And I have a second part of this announcement to make. Since I was implicated into this very slanderous conspiracy theory, I am vacating the title. Oh! So I can rightfully win it back with the Shrugs House Party uh, predictions. <laughs> how very, how very Richard Nixon of you. Moving swiftly and on. Pe- and people accuse David Topney of micro-hosting. Ross. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, Martina, you've seen people like um, Jordan Devlin posting saying that, you know, when it originally started, it was a one-dimensional character and she's done so much to make it a character that's that works, she's changed things up. She's not just a little lagger look character, but Casey with the addition of a new manager at the latest Fight Club taping, I don't think they would have gave her a new manager if she wasn't going to go on to win the, the belt. Because we've seen where, uh, what's his face? I forgot his name. <laughs> Rampage and who's the other one? Oh, Ashton Smith. Ashton Smith. Friend of the show. I, I had Aspen Faith in my head for some reason. Like, no, that's a king. Ashton character. Smith, friend of the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, friend. <laughs> uh, we've seen before that he is a great mouthpiece for champions, and I think that will work perfectly with the new sort of arrogant Casey character. Yeah, you used to be a good mouthpiece for champions until you just got fired. I know. Uh, <laughs> Can I just good, say- good job following that, by the way. That, that was that was composed. I, Commend you for that, Ross. I, I, a true, a true championship manager does not get replaced that easily. I, much like Bobby the Brain Heening, I will have a new client next week. But he <laughs> does, he does hold a grudge though, because he actually has taken away the midget gems. Right. <laughs> oh, David, to, Cap- David Campbell's going to win the sweep, and he's going to be right in there. <laughs> to paraphrase Bobby Heenan, you stick with me, you go to the top. You don't stick with me, you don't get midget gems. Well, <laughs> when I rightfully win at the weekend, I look forward to you being my manager again. Don't think you can just discard me like a napkin at a barbecue restaurant yeah. and come running back so, to me. So, you're going with Casey? Yes, yeah, sorry, I'm letting my personal life get in the way of things again. <laughs> uh, yes, Casey, I apologise to the three women in this match who are all tremendous competitors and we've made it all about ourselves here. Uh, Casey to win. Stacey? I think it's going to be Viper to win. Mm-hmm. I want it to be Martina, but I think it will be Viper. Sarah? Viper all the way. Derek? Viper. Klaku, what's your thoughts? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Viper's gonna win this. I would go with Viper, but I would not complain if any of the freedom won it. They're all very, very good. Question, who do you think will take the fall? I've already told you it's gonna be the moth. <laughs> the moth? The moth's gonna take the fall. <laughs> uh, Sarah. Try following that segment, I mean, you know. <laughs> well, because I'm a serious panelist over here. Cool. Um, my pick... Oh, see, there's, there's two of them I really, really... Actually, there's three that I've, like, I've got on this list, but Andy Wilde versus Jodie Fleisch. Yes. That is probably going to be, like, my match for night two. Wild boys running wild. Wild boys! I don't know if that's an actual phrase or not, you know. That's been a wild night out, what are you talking it's about? It's from the Duran Duran song, which I was singing in what the day. Proper going for it. Wild wow, boys! <laughs> are yeah. you done? Apparently not. <laughs> uh, so, 
We talked briefly about Jody Fleisch in the first half of his match with James Storm, but he's got up against a rejuvenated Andy Wilde, obviously. He's had a great year. I don't know why I just did a strike and slammed the table. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so... It's a good mix of styles, I think it's fair to that's, say with these two. That's the big job, but you've got like the hard hitting technical style against the high flyer and you're gonna see bits of it. Like Andy is a former Zero G champion, as named by Michael Cole. Um The Big Dog <laughs> The Wild Boy. Um so that's how like it's not like Andy can't do it. I mean, if I see Andy doing a suicide dive, I think that's probably like the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> That would be actually really, really good. That would be so good to see. It's, it's, it's great that we're going to see two nights of Jodie Fleiss. Ross, you gushed about Jodie Fleiss briefly in the first half there. Yeah, so I mentioned... Gushed. <laughs> We'd like to rephrase that there. <laughs> I I was about to say I showed my love for him, but that's just as bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mentioned not looking up Angelico because I want to be surprised. Angelico. Angelico. Shut up the lot. <laughs> That fella oh, facing oh, whiplash. Oh, someone, someone's all salty like they just got fired. Yeah. <laughs> Call me the tree because I'm throwing some shade about. Anyway, the guy that's facing oh. whiplash, I'm not looking him up <laughs> because. Oh my god. Ross, leave. Let's just hold on a minute. That's there are certain panellists on this show that complain they constantly get cut off. <laughs> I have not made a point tonight without getting cut off by at least one of okay. you. Persons. Anyway, I so at the Wilfred Circle Street taping was the first uh, time I seen Jody Fleisch, and since then I have went back and looked up his matches. I think he's absolutely amazing. I didn't realise he was about in 2002 Ring of Honor. Yeah, he's he's from the original before yeah, British wrestling returned yeah. to prominence. Yeah, and going up against someone like Andy Wilde is Sarah said a rejuvenated Andy Wilde. I'm just buzzing to see Jody Fleiss, to be honest, but against Andy Wilde, it'll be a great I know. Match. I mean, Andy Wilde, the best thing to come out of uh, come out of Fife, second Nathan Fisher again. <laughs> 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 so I was going to defend Nathan there, but then I thought, I had a, I had a moment like, he's got to be sent. Uh, <laughs> Derek, you and Jody are about the same age, you know. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> what's, your, what's your thoughts on this? Um, I'm looking forward to seeing it, two, two uh, fans' favourites. Mm-hmm. Um, wrestling, so I think it's going to be a great match. Um, uh, aye, I think it's going to be brilliant. You, you're the same age. Do you do the same moves as Jodie round about the house? hundred percent. Sarah doesn't know what's happening. When I'm, doing, <laughs> when I'm jumping about. For those of you who don't know, we're not talking about Sarah on the oh, panel. My we're wife t- is called Sarah. We're talking about the also redheaded Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> You're copying Derek's. You're copying the other side. Just single white girl. Just put on an en- just put on an English accent. <laughs> and that you I can't do that. <laughs> Stacey, uh, who who are you rooting for in this one? The Wild Boys or the Jodie Fleisch fan club? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That that's why Stephen doesn't work in marketing. <laughs> how do you know I don't work in marketing? Because I know your job. <laughs> Fair enough. See. I am a big fan of both of these guys. Um, night one against Rainstorm, I'm going for Jodie Fleisch. Mm-hmm. I think night two is Andy Wilde's night though. The Wild Boys are definitely going to be running wild. It should be absolutely amazing. Uh, I think I, I, I think the way Andy Wilde moved, it reminds me kind of like Kevin Owens. You know, oh, yeah. the fact mm-hmm. that the way he can move for a guy who's and no disrespect, he's not exact. He's not exactly. Slimmed, you know, but he can still move. You know, the views I'm, of Stephen Wilson do not reflect the rest of. I'm trying. I, I don't want to slag him because he's brilliant. I'm trying not to be disrespectful to him because he's a, he's so good in the ring. It's unbelievable. No, no, I, I do see what you mean. It's like 
It's not the stereotypical 80s built wrestler yeah, body yeah. kid. That's, that's why you should be in marketing. <laughs> no! Not, not I'm not in management yeah. anymore, so... Uh... <laughs> He's, Ross is on the phone right now trying to find his next uh, victim, I mean client. <laughs> I love how before the show you told somebody we don't put each other over. <laughs> yeah, no, we put ourselves under. <laughs> and, all sh- and put each other under. And all this show has been it's trying to put each other over. Uh, yeah, so... Stacey, you're going for Andy Wilde in this one. Yeah. Ross? Uh, I think I predicted Andy Wilde, but I wouldn't be upset if Jodie Fleish won. I wouldn't be upset either. I, mean, I would probably go with Jodie Fleish actually in this one. Uh, Sarah? You didn't even go with Jodie Fleish. Did I not? <laughs> Do you want me to share your you, You're too power hungry. With that. I am not power hungry, I am precise. <laughs> I can't remember what I've been for. I, put, I think I put Jodie Fleish to lose both nights in. I think I did as well. Yeah, you did. I, I love him. I love him, but I can't see him beating James Storm when he's got a big match. Yeah, I can't see him beating James Storm either. Um, Andy Wilde is a more ICW regular and was top in the first half. The ICW regulars tend to win. Mm. So, Sarah, who have you got your own sweepstick? Jody Fleisch is kind of an ICW regular. You know that, right? He is now, actually. But um, no, it's going to be a wild night out. Um, 100% behind Andy Wilde. I've been loving him since his comeback as well. I loved him before. See, when he made his return, I was ecstatic, and I've been behind him everywhere, ever, ever since, so it's a wild night out for the wild boys. Mm-hmm. Derek? Andy Wild to win. Quacker? Um, Andy Wild to win the second night. Uh, no, sorry, I'm going to say the first night is going to be James Storm, second night is going to be Andy Wild. Have I guessed that often? You said Jodie Fleisch. Did, oh, <laughs> did, did Nathan say Andy Wild? <laughs> I'm not telling you what Nathan said. He said Andy Wilde, didn't he? I'm not telling you what Nathan said. The pride of Fife he describes him as. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, to prove a point, I'm going to redo my sweepstake, right? Okay. And I'm going to predict the exact opposite of Nathan Fisher and see what I come up with. <laughs> Just for a laugh, because... Just an experiment. I'll be honest, right? See I'd actually laugh if you see, came in second place. See my sweepstake for WWE things? I don't actually think about it. I just go for the favourites according to the bookies. Yes, I know. I was there. It's supposed to be there. It never works. So I think this time I'm going to treat Nathan Fisher as like a new William Hill. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just go opposite of what he's going for. Uh, okay. Oh, Nathan, you need to get back on a show, so maybe I should the Uh Derek, uh, what's your highlight of the second night that we've not talked about so far then? Aaron Echoes versus Jess Cobb. Yes. Only kidding. No, I'm not. <gasps> I was wanting to, this is a bit controversial here, guys, but I was thinking about the Kings of Cats versus Hunter Brothers, and I think that this could potentially be the end of the Kings of Cats. Oh, no. Right, listen to my listen to my theory. Right? You're gonna get so many enemies after this. <laughs> listen to my theory, Mark. People, I feel so sorry. Right, just don't. Kill people are gonna be look, going about the O2 Academy, going, "Where's Bubba?" Uh, Mark Leslie, I'm doing my contacts. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Derek, what's um, your theory? Go for listen it. Listen to my. Th- this is just let's say just a theory, guys. Um, but I think that the first, even though I did put Garvin to win, I think that. Um, there's going to be a bit of interference from Aspen Fair and I think it's going to end up being not right, a bit dodgy. Mm-hmm. Um, we might hit him, something will happen. And then I think in this match, um, I could see um, the Kings of Cats getting beat and the two of them, one of them turning on the other one. That is, that is that is an interesting theory. I, I will move on to Quacko at this point. I wasn't expecting to move on to Quacko at this point. <laughs> <laughs> 
Are you a bit emotional with that? Uh, is, there, is there much proof in Derek's theory? Uh, I'll go sorry Derek, I love you and everything. I love you too, thank you. Absolute complete bollocks. It's not the breaking up with the Kings of Catch, the breaking up with the Dudleys. Yes. <laughs> Or Bubba Ray and Shane Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Glasgow's answer to the Tesco value double Lily Bonds. And so, yeah, that, that's not going to happen. This, I'm afraid to say, it's going to be a very filthy night again, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, Kaiser Catch are they're strong. They're going to be strong. Does anybody agree with Derek's theory? Never! I'm just stirring it up a wee bit. I just want <laughs> something different, that's all. I, I just thought that was the only thing it could be. The King of Hilltons is not here this week, so we have Derek <laughs> taking his place. <laughs> oh, James is here next week, actually. Yay, yeah. hey, James! <laughs> James thought he was on the show tonight, he was yeah. scrambling. Like. That would have been fun. <laughs> yeah, can someone take my place in the show tonight? You're not on the show tonight, James. <laughs> uh, no, I, ICW's Tide Division, Kings of Catch are sort of the. They're not there yet, they're not in the title picture yet. I think they will be soon, and I don't see them splitting up. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying this in a direct comparison, but they're kind of like in a way that Enzo and Cass were in WWE, as in they're kind of pop, they're really popular, but they're yeah. not quite there, they've not been given that chance. Um, I thought they were going to win the titles of Baramania. I wanted them to win yeah. titles. I wanted them to win it. But obviously they didn't, and they're not facing fighting for the title. But they are fighting a team in the Hunter Brothers now. Sarah Quacker, you were at Source yes. when they were there. Yes. Can you talk to us a bit more about the Hunter Brothers for anybody who are not familiar with them? Well, they have been in ICW before when ICW were on tour um, right. for Fear and Loathing at one point. So they have actually been in ICW before, but honestly, I can't even put into words what these two guys are like. Like, obviously, yes, they're brothers. And that's probably what makes them gel so well together, but... Oh god, I can't even describe it. Can't you help me out here? It's a lot, it's very, it's very much tandem. I mean, you, like when you see Kings of Catch, they have a lot of chemistry, they have a lot of tandem moves that they do together. Hunter Brothers work in the same kind of ethos. So it's going to be a lot of that. It's, let's just put it this way, it's going to be the tag team match of all tag teams, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. So it's like two proper tag teams squared off with one another, instead of like a, a proper tag team face it off against two people that have been shoved together kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of got, there'll be a lot of chemistry then essentially, it'll, it'll, it'll be a great, great flowing match. Absolutely, and um, I know like Aspen has said on Instagram, I'm going to keep on plugging, <laughs> they keep on scaring, they scare their opponents mm-hmm. and see what they can work with and stuff, and I noticed in the corner of the source show, Aspen was looking carefully yes, on the Yes, he was watching them very intently. So, these guys, they're all professionals, they all know what they're doing, so just expect a great one, really. See, we kind of talked about in the first half of it. I, 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 I can't. I'm not, I'm not, I can't pronounce it right. So I'm not gonna say it. the guy's facing what blush. Uh, Angelico. Angelico. <laughs> Angelico. Thank you. Thank you. That's why I don't do the pronunciations, uh, even though I'm partly the man of accents. Many really? accents. Yeah, you can do amazing accents, just not the one you're attempting. <laughs> <laughs> He's spot on there. Uh, but no, it should be a really good contest, really exciting. Uh, as much as Derek's theory sounds interesting to me, I can't see it happening. I, no. I, I, I don't want it. I was just I was just thinking about something that could turn, that could be something out of the blue. Aspen and... versus Gubbin at the Hydro. <gasps> no. That could have, like I said, I'd... I'd 
please, 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 I do not want that to happen. Please do not hunt me down. And, Something uh, I will say before they did tag team together, they were happy, they did have feuds. So that's where a lot of the chemistry stuff do come about because they've obviously had that feud. They know, they know what each other do, they operate and work well together. But at the same time, they still haven't had a tag team belt put on them on any promotion. So I think before that happens, they have to have that. Um, although they're, they're crazy over with the fans, yeah. I think they have to have that belt first. Well, that's that's but the then, thing. As I'm proven by the sweepstakes, I'm always wrong. <laughs> well, that's the thing you say about them not having a title, uh, Ross. Yeah, just to quote Glow, the money's in the chase. Kings of Cat will be ICW champs eventually, but I'd like to maybe another year and a half before they get their hands on it. That's way too long. It's too long. No, way too long. So, you know nothing. You just got fired. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Shovel, well, would you like to dig at me some merda night, Ken? I <laughs> <will>. <laughs> actually, actually, someone has hired him as yeah, their manager. Yeah, you're an idiot. Sorry, David, but oh, you're right. an idiot. Yes, David yes, Campbell, Campbell has hired me as his new business associate. Are you, are, are you like the riddle of podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. ones? Only <laughs> <laughs> with a worse... No, who's got the worst here? I don't know. Dave. Dave, Dave Hawkney. Dave <laughs> Just throw Dave Hawkney under the bus. Team Russell over there, yeah. Don Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it. Scottsdale Hills finest. <laughs> <laughs> the Arrow Street elite. <laughs> That's what kind of gives you similarities with Riddle, because is he not a Partick fan? A Partick fan? Is he not a Thistle fan? I'm not a Thistle fan. <laughs> you live near Partick. <laughs> Jeez, Stevie, move swiftly on. Ross, you played football with me for eight years. I wore the colours of the yeah, team. Yeah, you live near Partick. Ross, who's winning this match? What match we were talking about? Oh, the Kings of Catch. And see, that's why you said me and Stacey were not allowed to sit together. I know. Kings of Catch will win this. Stacey? Kings Catch. Sarah? Kings of Catch always. Derek? I'm still, I'm going for Kings of Catch, but I just think it's an interesting thing. <laughs> <laughs> you just feel the stairs and the... <laughs> Oh my god! It won't like happen. Do you want me to cry like I did at Champions Organo? See, see, see if it actually happens. You can just see him just running about there. And you'll see me. I told you. And you'll see me. Jump the barricade. Jump the barricade in the right. I told you so. I told you. I told you. I told you. I definitely told you. And then you'll see me crying. Points to Simon. Simon's like, yeah, listen to that. One of the ones. I told you. I told you. I told you. And when Elation wears off, he just sees us all angrily staring at him. Uh, I think I need to go put Jeannie to bed, that's me <laughs> up the road there. Uh, so yeah, that's been us going round for night two. I mean, some of the matches we didn't talk about. We obviously haven't talked about the world title match I was between say, I Stevie, we were saving that for last. Stevie and DCT. Uh, it's interesting, the whole loser leaves town, or loser leaves country. Yes. Loser leaves the country. I spoke to DCT, it's my turn to plug. I recently spoke to DCT, obviously, which we put up on live on Monday. I Seriously, you did. I thought you would have mentioned that by now, Stephen. No, because I'm focusing on the show, people. He's <laughs> uh, determined. Yes, it's my podcast. It's my podcast. He is. He's determined, but it's, he's up against a guy, and and Stevie boy, who you also uh, interviewed, Stephen. Thank you. Yes, I also did. I've got my paper. I thought you would have mentioned that as well, Stephen. So who's winning this match, guys? Who's, yeah. who's is this? Is this going to be? DC, is Stevie Boy going to be going somewhere else is why he's losing or is it just going to be DCT going off into the sunset? DCT's going to go on holiday. Yeah, I, he dropped the Reckless Intent title not too long ago. I don't know if that that's just the day with Grado's comeback, but 
does play into sort of things, although Stevie Boy has been announced for World of Sport hmm. and with the the disappointment uh the coffee's been pulled out because of the WWE, I don't think they want maybe a sort of confliction with World of Sport tapings as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it should be, I mean, is anybody going for DCT on this one? Or is, no, I'm Stevie. Are we, all, Stevie. Are, are we all Stevie, Stevie. in this one? Stevie. As me and Quacker have said in the past, we are we are very respectful to all the guys we interview, but Stevie's winning this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, D. Sorry, mate. I don't know if you're listening or not, but um, I'm obviously I love both of them. I support D. Uh, I hope Yellow does turn to gold, but I just think in this instance, I think Stevie just has the edge personally, yeah. and I'm sorry, D, if you're listening. Uh, we've also got Aaron Echo versus Jeff Cobb. I mean, it's interesting that a guy coming from Lucha Underground with the reputation that Jeff Cobb's got, that Aaron Echo has been the one that's picked for it. Uh, are we surprised that Echo has been picked for such a big spot? And is he deserving of such a spot at this moment in time in his career? Yes. 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 No. I th- no. Such a split on Aaron Echo here. I think it would have went to Kenny Williams if he wasn't uh, doing the WWE UK thing. Well, but it might be Kenny Williams versus Echo if yeah. he wasn't doing that. Yes. Yeah, but. Echo, I think, is a great choice. Uh, you've seen his tweet uh, right after the match was announced, mm-hmm. and he quoted like a lot of things people were saying, like, major disappointment, could I get someone better? Why are we having Jeff Cobb fight him? You know, I think he's out to prove something, and Jeff Cobb, who I actually have seen, is amazing. And I'm actually, I'm actually really looking forward to that match, because like we talked about with Sam Barber in the first half, it's someone looking to make a name for themselves. Aaron Echo's already got a name for himself, but he's looking to improve on that name and prove the doubters wrong. It's a, it's, it is a big chance for Echo. I mean, obviously, he's... he's you talk about the, the guys from the GPWA, you had um, Sam Barber experience the night before, Ravy David maybe on both nights, and then you've got Echo. It's a prominent spot, and it shows the faith Dallas has got in him. Yeah. To mm-hmm. put him in that one, but is it going to be enough for him to come away with the W? Yes. Anybody else? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, I think he's one. Derek, I know you love this match. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, can we just add that Aaron Echo is actually crazy good. Yes, he good. Everyone, He's fantastic. Everybody yes. underestimates him. And coming out with the six pack of lager. Literally <laughs> drank before he even got there and waited, may I add. Those are amazing. I'll, that is my favourite square goal weapon of all time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other match was the winner of Ravy Davy and Kid Fight versus James Storm in a Texas death match. Never thought I'd see a Texas death match in Glasgow. <laughs> But we're seeing it, you know. Um, that's, that's what Just Justice brings. <sighs> yes. That, I mean, that is why it's in the O2 Sportatorium. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Academy. The Academy. What? <laughs> <laughs> I did love that. That was really funny. <laughs> uh, how, Sarah, you thought it was going to be a triple threat? Are you sticking by that? Yes, I am, because I, I don't know what it is. But see the idea of Kid Fight versus Shane Storm, not only Deep and Ravy Davy. I would love all three of them to go at it. I know the concept of a death. I know that my theory is very, very flawed because of the actual concept behind this, a Texas death match. <laughs> I know it is very flawed, but that doesn't mean that somebody can't take somebody else out of the equation and still make it a one-on-one match. Anything could happen, and Card is always subject to change. Indeed, uh, it's interesting that James Storm's been going a slot against one of these two, but. Uh... Do you think they've got this could be the end of James Storm in ICW or do you think this is just the beginning? Do you think we might still see him going to Fear and Loving? Uh, I don't think he'll be around. We had yeah. rumours were rife in April that he was going to WWE. 
we've not seen him uh, appear yet. Obviously, WWE has a working relationship with ICW, so we could see him now and again, but I can see him go to WWE before the end of the year. So that means a great chance for somebody like Ravy Davy to yeah. get that push that he's been craving. Ravy Davy deserves this win. He deserves redemption for Bram ruining his wedding. He See, does. that's why I'm surprised it wasn't Bram this year and make it come full circle. Yeah, uh, that's been done too much, I think. I'm surprised it was James. I'm surprised the head fight thing surprised me, you know. Yeah. But uh, Ravy Davy is a great. I love Ravy Davy. I was, great, I was more surprised that Kid Fight never actually had a match to begin with. Is the Texas Death Match rules no unity? It's get like, them down for ten and then pin them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, not the other way around. No, I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, no. Google. Yeah, I, I think it might be that, but Google. I don't see that working with three people. I'd love to see a triple threat match. It could still work with three people. It might not. So, just um, change it. It's a pinfall then ten count. Well right. then, I, I I'd love to see a triple threat match, but I can't see that one. It'd be too. You'd get lost in it because the crowd. This will probably go on midway through the card. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I follow drunk Scottish wrestling fans like. I can't see that. So yeah, anyway, that has been our ICW Shugs House Party weekend up. Uh, so that is coming up this coming Saturday and Sunday at the O2 Academy. So Sportatorium. Sport, whatever it's called. Sportatorium. <laughs> I'm going with Academy because I'm hard to all Sportatorium. Uh, so that has been this week's show. Now next week and the coming weeks we're going into SummerSlam mode. Uh, next Ooh. week, first of all, is our SummerSlam quiz. Following on the week after by our what happened, what could have happened when we look at SummerSlam 2016. Remember for that beating at Orton took. <laughs> and then we've got our SummerSlam preview, so that's coming up in the coming weeks. We've got a lot of great stuff in the coming months. We've got another historic show with the, with the old women. We've got an all trainee wrestling train show. So Ooh. there's so much going on, you know. We're letting Ross host again. Yes, I, I have been allowed to host the quiz. Under strict instructions, I have to bring a constable. They didn't say I couldn't buy the constable off beforehand, so Scott will be here, but he will learn the corner eating sweets. Uh, obviously, now our championship's been vacated. It's going to be on the line at the sweepstakes on yeah. the weekend. Yes, it's... my my new client, David Campbell, will take the victory. Yeah, he needs to give me his predictions first. Don't worry, I'll be coaching him. <laughs> so, yeah, for us here at Simplex Retreat, I would like to thank my panel, first of all, Derek. Thank Thanks, you bro. Cheers. Uh, Sarah? Apparently, I'm not allowed to talk, but bye. <laughs> <laughs> To the now no longer chap, Stacey. Bye, Stephen. Can I just say, I think I know the real reason why she vacated is so that Stephen could have cash on a spare change of a ten briefcase. No. It's all a plan. They're all plotting. Um, did I make it that obvious? <laughs> I think you did a wee bit. Um, but it's quite funny you fired Ross in the process. <laughs> that is because he told he told me to shut up, woman. Sorry. Ross, you're not, you're not getting a lot of fans here tonight. Uh, sorry. But, but thank you, but thank you again for joining. No, no, you make enemies on your way to the top. Never, never mind. How's the catch? Trying to heal Ross, then. <laughs> I wish. I've been he- I've been healed since Extreme Rules. <laughs> so yeah, Ross, thank you very much again. You're welcome. For myself, Stephen Wilson, and my EP Quacky Aji. Thank you. <laughs> Proceeds next week. So till then, catch you later. Bye.